How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. This might be the quickest we've ever posted back-to-back episodes. We had the interview with Coach Johnson from Weber International Women's Lacrosse on uh, the episode from last night. But this morning, like we've said, we have Daniel Kaler and Joey Thompson Two veterans uh, in Sunday Conference baseball squaring off for uh, well their last series up against each other. They've played against each other a lot. It was great talking with those two about St. Thomas and Ave Maria baseball. They could face off again, maybe an opening round or conference tournament. But we got to talk with them about their long history with Sun Conference Baseball, and it's all led up to this series this weekend, Ave Maria versus St. Thomas. Look, here's the message for the two teams. St. Thomas, it's been a rough start to the year. It's straight up not been the start that they are wanting to do the 2023 season. So they're going to look to bounce back and get a big series win, maybe a sweep over a young, hot Ave Maria team that's, you know, they were the a popular pick to surprise a lot of people, and sure enough, they have. They're receiving votes, and their message to the rest of the conference going in, it's, hey, we're we're the new kids on the block. We're next up in the conference. You know, they, they're kind of right where Weber was a few years ago, knocking on that door, and this is a great opportunity for them to go take two or three or sweep in their own backyard. They're in the dog pound this weekend. If they can win this series, there's a good chance there's a small little number by their name when these new polls come out soon. So we'll see. It's going to be a great, great series. We are going to have Brian Kelly down there doing live media coverage. Manny uh, is going to come on also after the series. We're going to do a full recap and everything. So not going to have y'all wait too much longer. Big series starts today and then goes on in tomorrow. So without further ado, here is St. Thomas outfielder Joey Thompson. All right, we welcome on a very special guest. It is a longtime St. Thomas Bobcat, the legend himself, the Bobcat legend himself, Joey Thompson. How's it going, my man? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, like we said, you've been there for, for a, a few years now, to say the least, 2018, or 2018, you got there, 2019, redshirt freshman year, and you have been on fire in Navy and Burgundy ever since. Uh, you learned under some great coaches during your time at St. Thomas, especially the legend himself, Coach Jorge Perez. Can you just talk about Coach Perez and how he has developed you as a baseball player? Uh, coach Perez has been a, an amazing coach for me ever since I've gotten to St. Thomas. He's a uh... He always wants the best for you. He always um, you're oh, my bad, bro. Oh, you're good, dude. Um, he always wants the best for you. You know, he always uh tries to make you a better player. Not only a better player, but uh, he really wants you to be a better person overall. He always uh emphasizes that, you know, because not everyone after college they uh they get to play. So you know, he always wants to make sure that you know you get a good job. You know, stuff like that. So. Not only is being a better player, but he he focuses on being a better person and guiding you in life, stuff like that. That's awesome. I love hearing players be able to say that about their coaches. And when I talk to coaches like that, being one of their main focus points on developing players, because yes, you want them to succeed on the field, and you want to go and win, and you know hopefully have a good career playing baseball in your case. But at the end of the day, not a lot of people get that opportunity to make a full living playing their sport to develop y'all be great men great husbands uh, uh great fathers and everything i think i think that's really awesome man uh but you know 
your process to St. Thomas, we talked about it a little bit earlier when we were on the phone. It uh, was a, a little bit of a different path, uh, one that, that uh, not a whole lot of people have taken. But could you tell us a little bit about how you ended up at a, a Bobcat? Yeah, so pretty much I wasn't the basic story where, you know, a coach would hear about you and he would go to your high school game or you would come to a tryout or a showcase or whatever. So we have a, a Boris site on campus and one of the guys that works at the Boris campus, he uh, graduated from St. Thomas and he actually coached there for a little bit too. Mm. So they would all like come to my high school games because one of my teammates, he was, uh, oh, I'm sorry. You're good, dude. it's all good. And then, um, so he was signed under Boris, my teammate. He's also one of my best friends too. He uh, still signed under Boris. So they would come to my games and the one that graduated from St. Thomas, he noticed me and he asked my friend, he was like, hey, you know, does this guy have a school yet? And he told me, no, he's like, no one's really been looking at him yet. So he was like, okay. So he told Coach Perez about me. I ended up going to a practice and that was pretty much it from there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you, you showed out well at that practice. You showed out all year. You look back at the – even before, you were a heck of a player on a pretty good high school team as well at Archbishop McCarthy. You won three straight state championships. I mean, what was that experience like, just being absolutely dominant for three straight years in high school? Well, those years in high school were probably some of the best years of baseball I've experienced. It was just being – like you said, being dominant all three of those years was just like – amazing we went undefeated almost all years like no one could beat us pretty much like it was awesome <laughs> kind of like the, the, that team up in Lakeland uh, this last year or so it sounds yeah. like but... that, that's pretty much how it was <laughs> yeah who were some like some of the teammates you played with you have anybody else you played with going to play some college ball um so actually our starting catcher last year Andrew Fernandez he oh. was uh he was on that team as well no kidding yeah, um, a couple years back, our shortstop, Kobe Lopez, was on that team as well. Mm. So there's been a couple guys in college that I've played with, that I played with in high school as well. So it was pretty cool to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, I see you gain experience through those guys. I mean, you know how they play as well as anybody. I mean, especially a guy like Andrew, such a gifted catcher, gold glove guy. I mean, one of the best catchers uh, the Sun Conference has seen. But we, we've seen a lot of good players in the Sun Conference, including you. I mean, you're, I don't think it's uh, – I mean, you're a Sun Conference legend at this point. I mean, 300 batter <laughs> over four or five years. I mean, hey, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just telling the truth, my guy. But, I mean, if anybody knows, it, it's you. I mean, you just talk about the grind of playing Sun Conference baseball. Yeah, it's it's really a grind, you know. You pretty much, you got to be able to show up every day, you know, ready to grind. Not just your team practices, but you got to grind outside of that too. You got to do early hitting, after hitting, pretty much whatever you have to do to get you prepared. Because sometimes the stuff you do in practice isn't really gonna cut it to make you a better player. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that you've had had a great work ethic, a great mindset uh, throughout your college career. But I know you've obviously developed as a player from when you first arrived in Miami Gardens. You just talk about some of the things that you've that you've worked on that you're most proud of yourself that you've been able to get better at from your freshman year to now. Um, yeah, definitely one of the, uh, the main things I worked on when I was a redshirt my first year at St. Thomas was, you know, I'm still a small guy, but I was – Back then, I was really small. You know, I was probably a, 
buck forty coming into St. Thomas. Wow. So that year I really focused on getting stronger because, you know, in high school I kinda got away with it because not like everyone was really like big, you know. Once yeah. I got to college, I'm like, wow, like these guys are like huge. <laughs> so I really had to uh, you know, put on some weight and make sure I could uh, compete with some of these guys. And I feel like that just like helped my mindset overall with just everything, you know, hitting, fielding, like all aspects of the game. Yeah, you know, I talked to a longtime Suns Conference guy as well. He's going to be uh, on this episode, a guy you're going to see this weekend, Daniel Kaler, uh, infielder for Ave Maria. He's been there. I mean, like you, he's been there since 2019, uh, playing, starting at Ave Maria, just like you have at St. Thomas. And I was very similar with him. He was like, hey, once I got to college, had to hit the weight room, get bigger, faster, stronger. And that's what y'all did. I mean, y'all are both dogs. Y'all both, both hit the weight room. You got <laughs> you, you got right. You know, you know what I'm saying? You're like, okay, I got all the, the mental side of baseball. Yeah, we can develop that some, but we're already there. We got to get the physical side right. And like I said, get bigger, faster, stronger. But like I said, talk with uh, Daniel about that. That's who you're going to be playing this weekend, man. Ave Maria. This is one of the best Ave Maria sides that uh, you've seen at your time here. They are knocking on the door to top 25. Now, y'all are uh, 15th in the country. They are looking to get some wins against y'all and move up into the top 25. So, obviously, huge, huge series. I mean, what what's the team's mentality, and what are y'all feeling like heading into this big Sun Conference matchup this weekend? Uh, we're definitely coming in ready. You know, we definitely know how Ave is, you know, how good. They're a very talented club. They always have uh, very talented players every year. Even in the past years, like if their teams haven't been as good, they've always have good players, always grind. You know, they've always seemed to come out with one game like every series. So we're just trying to make sure, you know, we're ready, not let anything get to us. So, you know, we're just uh, definitely going to grind it out. See you how it goes. Absolutely, man. You know, like we said, I mean, you, you're a Bobcat through and through. I'm sure you have so, so much love for St. Thomas, but I mean, can you just tell us a little bit about like what makes St. Thomas special to you? Um, What makes St. Thomas special to me is, you know, I commute, you know, cause I don't live too far from St. Thomas, but even with that, I could say that St. Thomas has still been a home to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely spend more time there than I do at my own house. Um, the guys there have been very special to me. I've made many friends there. Um, many guys who I can say that I can call brothers. Um, you know, guys that I played with in the past that I still hang out with all the time, talk to every day, play golf with in the off season. So just the relationships overall and uh, not just the players too, but everyone at St. Thomas overall has just been amazing to me. You know, yeah. I definitely wouldn't uh, trade anything for the last six years I've been there. It's been a uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, uh, I, something I, I call calling there. You're you're a golf guy. Oh yeah, big time. I definitely oh, get my right. golfing in, in the off season. What uh, what what are you shooting? Um, I say on a good day, about in the high eighties. That's not bad. Yeah, I've been playing for about three years now. Well, pretty close to three years, but. With the off season, I mean, with, during in season, I don't play, so you can kind of take yeah, up a year off. Yeah, I imagine like the swing being like you're you're going through a slump, and Coach Perez comes up to you like, "Hey man, what, what's going on?" He's like, oh, "I went yeah. golfing last weekend." I couldn't even imagine the look on his face if he. If it's he actually uh, that. funny that you say that because last year during fall ball, you know, the whole fall, you know, I was hitting pretty good. 
Yeah. And the last, we have our uh, our fall series where we do Navy versus Maroon. Right. And the uh, last game, I think I went like 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. And like the inner squad was on Monday. And that weekend, I had went golfing. And Co- Coach Perez ended up like finding out somehow that I went golfing. It's like, hey, man, like no more golfing uh, before games are in season. I was like, yeah, I can't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like one of those things like, hey, you go golfing and next thing you know, your, your baseball swings all, all screwed up all that. And that that's hilarious. But, you know, like we said, St. Thomas, uh, you, you've got you've made brothers there uh, and met people all around campus that you get to call your family up for, for life now. And that's just one of the great parts about, you know, going to a smaller college like the NAIA level, you get to make those relationships, which is, I mean, worth more than anything in the world but I'm sure you've had some great moments on the field at St. Thomas both in the season against unconference opponents and in postseason play you just talked to us a little bit about some of your favorite moments uh wearing a Bobcat uniform so as a team I definitely say my favorite moment is in 2019 getting to that national championship game yeah. even though we didn't uh get to finish a job and come out on top I definitely say that's my uh my favorite moment as a team. And then probably individual, I would say last year in our regional tournament when uh, we were playing McPherson yeah, and there was runners on first and second with one out. And I think it was the 10th or 11th. And I hit a double down the line to basically tie the game. And then I ended up scoring to win the game. So that to pretty much like say, like I almost like won that game was like pretty good feeling. So Individually, uh, I'd say that's my favorite moment to I come remember, up that clutch. Yep, I remember that moment very well. That's when I was covering uh, the that opening round. I was up in North Florida at the time fishing, but I made sure I was back in time. Yeah, I fished in the morning. That was my process during the opening round. I went fishing in the morning. I had to get back in time to watch y'all and Weber play in the tournament. Or not tournament. Yeah, I mean the, the opening round. And, and covering that, I mean, good Lord. I really wish – I truly feel like you put Weber and Southeastern in a different regionals. I think we could have had three Sun Conference teams, in, in, no doubt, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I hey, this, sure. this audio, he's nodding his head, of course, right? But, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that 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 was tough. I won't uh, I won't bring up too many b- bad memories. It was great memory. Not gonna lie, great memory. <laughs> like great great memory uh, for us. But let's let's talk about some some better memories for St. Thomas. Like you said, that 2019. I mean, not knocking out Gwinnett at the time. The obviously the first game that classic three two win over Southeastern. I mean, just talk to us about that that run to the the national championship game up in Lewiston. Yeah, that run was pretty crazy. It- pretty much like felt like everything fell into place that tournament for us because that first game playing Southeastern, we kind of weren't really too happy about that because we were like, why are we playing these guys first game? Like we've played them like six times this year already. Like couldn't they like match us up against someone else? So that game was definitely a, a battle. We were pretty much losing the whole game too mm-hmm. until our second baseman, Jackie Urbias hit a probably one of the clutchest home runs I've ever seen to tie the game and then we came back and uh scored again in the 10th that no the ninth inning to take the lead and we won that game three two so that was definitely a crazy start to that tournament yeah and, and then 
and then come back the next day against the Drovers. And I mean, y'all were holding on by the skin of your teeth in that game. That, like this was before I, I even knew what the NAI was at this point. I was still, I was still up in Missouri, dude. I was like, I don't know what the NAI is. I don't, but, but it just, I mean, I'm lo- like looking back, I was looking at it before the interview. I mean, like y'all had that insane game. I couldn't even imagine the emotions after beating mm-hmm. Southeast. And you come back the next, uh, the next game against Science and Arts. And that one's a battle that, I mean, that classic Bobcat bullpen just able to hold on. I mean, how about the, the next game against the Drovers? Yeah, that game was crazy as well. We, uh, I think we won a little bit more than the Southeastern game. It wasn't as close, but that Drovers team was definitely a very talented team. So yeah, that was another crazy win. The lights actually cut out that game. I was actually hitting when the, uh, because they had a timer on their lights. I'm not sure why they, they had a timer. Yeah, the, middle of yeah. the World Series tournament. But I was, you know, just hitting, you know, about ready to get hit. Um, and the lights just shut off. And everyone's like, what, like, what, what, what's going on here? <laughs> and eventually, they, you know, they turned it back on. But that was a crazy moment in that game. It was all over social media, Twitter. People were just, you know, enjoying that moment. It was pretty funny. Not bad, dude. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, th- those two games, I'm sure, great, great memories but i mean y'all the the first game against tennessee wesleyan who i, I can't even imagine those two those two words i know time hills all wounds but i mean yeah. still, the bulldogs i mean just tough yeah y'all lose that first game in a heartbreaking fashion three to two but i mean that bounce back what was the team's bounce back after that when y'all went on to beat gwinnett and science arts again yeah that was definitely a, a huge bounce back one for us because that that loss against tennessee was uh it really hurt because that if you won that game, it puts you in a really good position to advance in the World Series. So, yeah, it was definitely tough, but that bounce back one was huge. You know, we had our ace on the mound that game, so we were pretty confident. Yeah, that's that's the thing in the style of baseball and softball at the NAI level in the World Series. That third game, you win that third one, you kind of really once you can start three and zero, you're pretty good. at that point. I mean, what you just gotta go two and two at that point, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or two and one. There, I mean, yeah, it puts you in a really good position over everyone else because you're the only one undefeated still. So, well, definitely I'm, a good spot. I'm sure you're going to be giving it your all to get back there uh, this year. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, last year there's so much uh, that that I mean, you I can't even imagine. I mean, being your last year, you go back in the emotions of that first your first year starting, and what just what I mean, just what would it even mean to you to get back to Lewiston? And this time, come back with the red banner to Miami Gardens. It would it definitely mean pretty much everything to me. You know, going to the World Series my first year was uh, was like probably the most amazing experience I've had in baseball. Um, I tell guys about it all the time, just the full experience, just so you know, they know how cool it is to go there for the guys that haven't been, just to give them a little motivation to get there. So, going there again and then coming out on top would definitely mean the world to me going out in my last year i bet man hey it's uh it's it'd be a long time coming i mean you know i i don't i don't have the privilege being able to say that i stayed at one place for five six years of of college like i I transferred out and i mean you're a saint thomas guy i mean that's that's what it means to you dude i mean it it's it's pretty incredible i mean that and can we just talk uh, real, real quick? Last question. I mean, just talk about some of the guys that have been along the ride. I mean, some of the coaches uh, as well as the players that have been there almost as long as you have. Yeah, some of the one of my guys, uh, Chris Scholler, he's been there for uh, 
a few years. He's uh, definitely one that understands the grind and what you know what it takes to get there. Yeah. So I appreciate he's the him. One, he's the one who told me, he was like, hey, man, you need to interview Joey for sure. Because after I interviewed him, he was like, hey, you got to hit up that man, Joey. I was like, all right, that, <laughs> that Abe series, it's got it circled. And I mean, hey, here we are, right? Yeah, that's my guy. Um, The coaches along the way have been great. You know, they've been there from the beginning since I was there. Um, Not too many players have been there from the beginning. We have a, a lot of younger guys now, but they're definitely uh, some of the best teammates I've had. So they're awesome. Hey, you got to teach those younger guys up because, I mean, three, four, mm -hmm. five years from now, they'll be in your shoes trying to exactly. get chase and continue that legacy. I'm sure Coach Perez is going to be right there along with them. But, Joey, my man, I'm going to let you get some rest. Big games tomorrow or big game tomorrow, big series this weekend. Really appreciate you coming on. If you got anything else, uh, Mike's all yours. If not, all good, brother. No, nah, I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. This is a, this was a great interview, and I uh, definitely appreciate everything you've uh, – done on social media and for the the sun conference it's been a uh, crazy to see what you've been able to do hey man i, I appreciate it's crazy see, seeing y'all every weekend man it's a blessing I, i'm getting to do what i love covering sun conference baseball uh keep doing your thing man and hey uh until y'all play weber keep keep smashing the ball dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you man i that's gonna be a, a crazy series i can't wait for that one absolutely my friend can't wait Okay, we welcome on a very special guest. It is a long time, Jirene. It is Mr. Daniel Kaler. How you doing today, my boy? Man, I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. And hey, like I said, uh, you've uh, you've earned your stripes as a Jirene, as the least to say. And you know, you're about to reach a pretty cool feat. You told me about the other day. You're 12 games away from being the all-time game leader at Ave Maria. I mean, what what does that even mean to you, man? Man, it's pretty cool, pretty special, something that I really wouldn't imagine ever, you know, coming close to coming in here. But um, I just kind of came aware of it a little bit ago. So definitely, definitely really exciting times. Absolutely. It's exciting times for y'all, man. I mean, y'all are off to an incredible start this year. I mean, y'all just uh, won your first Sun Conference Series against Florida Memorial. Y'all are knocking on the door of the top 25 for the first time in program history. And, hey, have a great shot of cracking that with a big series this week against the St. Thomas Bobcats. Let's talk about it, man. How hype are you and the boys for the big series this weekend? Man, we're pretty hype. You know, it's it, we know it's not going to be easy, so we're taking this week serious. We're uh, making some adjustments of the mistakes we made over the past weekend. But, no, we're, we're really excited, man. Um, I mean, it's no slouch in St. Thomas, but we're going to come in there confident, play our game. You know, we, we love it, man. The Jirenes are ready. Absolutely. You know, I'm really excited for this episode because it's it's exactly what we want it to be. We have the big series this weekend. We have two guys that have been around since it seems like the dinosaur ages at their two schools with you, <laughs> uh, Joey. I mean, you've you've played against Joey plenty of times. Uh, yeah. Y'all have both been it down at uh, down at uh, down in South Florida. You can tell us just a little bit about uh, Joey and like how he plays the game and what makes him such an elite ball player. Man, yeah, um, Joey's always getting on base, man. I mean, he can swing it too. I've always, always, uh, anytime he comes up, you know, I'm telling the boys, hey, be ready, man. He can swing it a little bit. And seems like that guy's always on, always getting on base, always being the spark for them. You know, they always have a lot of guys like that that just find ways on base. And, and you know, the middle lineup always hits really well. 
Well, that's something that y'all have done really well this year. Y'all's bats have really taken a step forward as well. I mean, y'all are hitting the ball all over the ballpark. You talk about, you know, some of the things that y'all, you and the rest of the Jairines have been working on to up y'all's game this year. Uh, I mean, we do, we do a lot of work on the machine. We do a lot of velo work, uh, a lot of driveline bats work, a lot of weighted bats work, getting ourselves in some exaggerated positions. So whenever we go into the game, you know, it's just instant and you can feel those adjustments, whatever. Everybody has their things of what they need to work on. But um, for the most part, man, when we're confident and we're on time and we're aggressive, things are flowing, man. So it's just a matter of just staying on time and, and being aggressive early in the count. Absolutely. You know, that's something that Coach McCormick uh, brought in, wanting y'all to be aggressive early in the county. He brought in driveline as well, uh, technology that's helped y'all up y'all's games. Can you just talk a little bit about Coach McCormick and what he's done, not only like uh, on the field, like with like we said, with the driveline and some of the different stuff, but uh, changing the overall mentality of gyrene baseball? Yeah, man, Michael Michael's done such a great job. He brought his brother in to Nick, um, two, two just down-to-earth guys, guys that I trust. Um, and that pretty much everybody in that clubhouse trusts, you know, they they brought in the driveline stuff, kind of introduced me to it when I first got here. Um, and it, it's been pretty it's been game changing, man. I mean, it's really cool to see how, you know, you can get so specific with it with a certain drill. You know, they can take a certain guy and see his swing flaw and put him in a certain drill and he doesn't even have to think about it. He's just doing that drill and that move and it kind of gets him where he needs to be. And other than that too, man, off the field, it's just, he, he's just a down to earth guy, man. He's really embraced like coming into Ave Maria and really we call it sometimes embracing the suck, you know, cause life's not going to be just handed to you. It's not going to be easy. You're going to go through some rough patches. And and we did go through some rough patches for, for a little bit there, but it's about how you handle it, how you handle the game of failure. Cause that's all baseball is, man. It's just a game of failure. I mean, right. the hall of famers, you know, get out seven out of 10 times, you know, if you're hitting 300, you're a hall of famer. So it's just about embracing, embracing those hard times coming through it together, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, He's not the only coach that you you got to the that is, I'm sorry. He's not the only coach that you've had down at Ave Maria. When you enter the transfer portal, you got a call from from somebody that had a little bit of playing background. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Whenever I got signed, I actually got uh, recruited from Brett Rosen. He was a pitching coach at Ave Maria at the time, but our head coach was Grant Desme, and. And uh, yeah, man, that man was he, he's a great guy, but uh, just didn't work out as 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 coaching over here. But his background story is pretty crazy, man. Yeah, you sent me the TikTok the other day. Uh, something that I didn't know about uh, about Coach Desme before uh, you told me. And of course, now he was before my time. I never got to meet him uh, until I, the only coach that's been there since I started at Weber was McCormick. But when you told me about Coach Desme, I was like, holy cow. Could you tell the people, maybe some other people like me, they're kind of newer in the conference, a little bit about his story because it, it's a crazy one. Yeah, man, he was uh... – <laughs> He was a great ball player, man. He got – I'm not sure where he got drafted, but he ended up with the Oakland Athletics and uh, played some time out there and then ended up in the Arizona Fall League and uh, ended up being the MVP of the Arizona Fall League. I think it was around like 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. Absolutely raked. Uh, I think he hit like 350, maybe higher with about 15 home runs, whatever. Um you know, when you're the MVP of the Arizona Fall League, those are some big names. You know, he was with Buster Posey, like some really like 
big name. So then all of a sudden he wanted to quit baseball and join the monastery. So he, he did that for a while, a few years down the road, ends up uh, picking up as the Ave Maria baseball coach. So straight out of the monastery to Ave Maria. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild story going from a MVP of the fall league to, to monastery, then a Catholic university baseball coach. I'd say it's a road that has not been traveled a lot, but hey, shout out to him. Everybody's got their own road. You know, hundred percent. You talk about Buster Posey. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people uh, know I said it before. He went to Lee County, where I went to school, where I picked up them uh, bad boy rings right there. But yeah. uh, you weren't too far from Lee County uh, when we won state our senior year. You were at Albany State, uh, which was about twenty minutes away. That's the hometown school in Albany, Georgia. But uh, you entered the transfer portal, portal and went to went went to Ave Maria. After that, and then redshirt freshman 2019. I mean, you start right off the right off the bat. You have, have a good year, bat, batting over 270 as a redshirt freshman. But let's just talk about that process. You know, what was it about Ave Maria that brought brought you home? Yeah, man. I mean, first off, I mean, it was just 45 minutes away. You know, really close to home. Back in South Florida. You know, I love I love Georgia. I'm you know big Braves fan, as I mentioned. But uh, you know, and and Albany State was was was. A great place too. Albany, Georgia is a great place to live, man. I, I enjoyed it up there. You know, if I could have stayed there, I, I probably would have, but it just didn't really work out there. But I learned some great, great, valuable lessons there and, and met some really good people. And that summer, um, Ave Maria just kind of found me, man. I was playing summer ball. Um, Brett Rosen, as I mentioned earlier, he saw me playing, signed me, kind of just kind of just worked out. And then, like I said, man, Ave Maria, you don't find Ave Maria. It finds you. So... Mm -hmm. It found me and went in there, got thrown into the Sun Conference as a redshirt freshman. It was kind of nice having a little year under my belt, you know, not going in there as a true freshman. So it, it wasn't too bad, but it was great, man. I'm, I'm really, really fortunate to to be here. Yeah, and you've you've gotten to play a lot of Sun Conference games. You're there in that crazy 2019 season that I've heard, heard a lot about with Thomas and uh, in the tournament and everything. Can you just tell tell us a little bit about what it's like playing in the Sun Conference. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, man. Um, as you mentioned, that 2019 year, Thomas University was a six seed, and they go and win that tournament. They win the whole thing. They're in a regional. You know, the the crazy thing about the Sun Conference is even if you just get in, I mean that's been our goal. You know, those those first, I mean every year we haven't made it since I've been there. Um, hopefully we're we're gonna change that this year, but uh, you know that's been our goal. And if you make the tournament, our conference is so good that you win one game and you're going to a regional, you yep. know, I mean, that happened, that's happened the last every year. So if you, you win one game, you knock off a Weber, you knock or not knock them off, but you win one game. Cause it's double elimination. I'm pretty sure, yep. but uh, you're, you're going to go to a regional. So that's the crazy part. And another thing about the sun conference, man, is we're playing nine inning double headers. That's 18 innings of baseball. Anything can happen in those games. You know, you can be Southeastern and you could be a juggernaut. You could be Weber. But if you come out and you're you're not on top of your game that specific day, you will get beat. It doesn't matter, you know. So that's that's the crazy part. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, anybody can be anybody uh, in this conference, except for maybe those guys up in Lakeland when they play their A game. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got I got a little taste of that this weekend as a Weber guy, and I was like, Man, they play their A. That's game. a different, yeah, 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 exactly. Especially at their ballpark, it's yeah, 
Yeah, yep. you 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 already know some of those that look like a routine fly ball, and next thing you know, it's a three nothing ball game, and then it's a yeah. seven nothing. But yeah, you you yeah, we, we we've all been there. We've all we've all yeah, had, no, had, I had I to, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, we've all ha- had to face the fire, but you know, you talk about a little bit of success against the number one team in the country. You uh you pitched against them not too lo- long ago. Yeah, man, that was uh shoot, man. It's been so many years. I'm trying to think. It was uh I think it was a midweek 21. down 2021. Yeah, yeah 2021. Yeah. Uh came in. I don't even know what the score was, man. So I, I came in and and I'm gonna take that to the grave. A little scoreless inning against uh, I think they lined out, they hit like three <laughs> balls hard. Like <laughs> you know, but hey. I don't you don't I'm see ready. that in the scorebook. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you know, there's been there's been a, a lot of advancements uh, with, with with you and throughout your career. Obviously, I mean, you're not the same ball player when you arrived in 2019. What are some of the things that you've worked on to develop your game from as a redshirt freshman, Ave Maria, to like me now, an old guy? Yeah, man. Um, no, b- biggest thing for me, man, was just getting stronger. Um, I've always been an undersized guy. You know, um, I mean, I take pride in, in knowing the game, knowing the mental game, understanding, you know, just just be, being, being aware. But the biggest thing for me was getting stronger, you know, getting my getting my legs under me a little bit, being able to actually swing the bat, gain some bat speed. And a lot of that I attribute to um, uh, Michael McCormick and Nicholas McCormick, you know, bringing in the driveline stuff, putting me in positions because when they first came in in 2021, we started doing these drills and. I wasn't very good at them. I couldn't really do it. I couldn't get myself in that position. So then I looked back in the mirror. I'm like, okay, something's going here. I need my hips aren't working. I can't really feel this. So that that summer after that 2021 season, I really dedicated myself to getting in the weight room, rebuilding my lower half, getting my hip mobility down, everything moving right. And came back that next year and was all of a sudden able to swing the bat harder, able to throw the ball harder, able to move better without hurting, you know, so. I think that was the biggest thing for me, man, is just just moving better, feeling stronger. So it was all the little things, really. I mean, just, it wasn't like a big change or anything. It was like, hey, straight up, I got to get stronger and I got to get my, my hips a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, Coach McCormick, he's a great developer uh, of athletes. I mean, heck, we've seen it uh, with, with y'all uh, since he's gotten there to now. I mean, y'all are receiving votes for, I believe, the first time in program history. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. The only year that uh they probably may have had a chance to do that was 2013. I think they, I don't know if they won the, I think they won the regular season conference that year, but that was, you know, 10 years ago. So who knows, but. Yeah, that, that was before either one of us knew what yeah. NAI, yep. NAI uh, even was. But, you know, you, you, you've got a lot of friends, I'm sure, that, that have played Division One baseball, D2 baseball, NAI baseball, obviously. You, and have you, have you, when you talk to them about the NAI, and especially you know may, maybe a D D one guy, uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm forgetting his name. But uh, who's the guy on y'all seen that transferred from Tennessee Tech? I, uh, Tynan Shahidi. Tynan Shahidi. Yeah. That's it. I mean, like, like guys, guys like him, and other guys that play D one or are currently playing D one. I mean, what, what do you tell them about NAI baseball? Oh, uh, I mean, I tell them that. We're in the best conference in NAI, so, you know, it's not going to be no walk in the park. You know, every year guys come in here, and this has happened every single year. Guys will come in here, they'll transfer in, and they'll be like, all right, guys, we're changing it. We're doing it this year, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, man, that, that sounds great. Like, yeah, let's do it. But they don't realize that there's Southeastern, there's Weber, Kaiser, Warner, who 
every St. Thomas are every year our top 25 in the country and have dudes that can throw the ball, hit the ball and and do that at a very high level. So it's no it's no walk in the park just because it's in AI. And, and they understand that, you know, a lot of guys we have, you know, come in and they, they, they think that, but they get humbled real quick when they run into a Southeastern or a Weber, you know, or, yeah. or St. Thomas, you know. It is tough because we. I look at a team like y'all, and even last year, especially this year, y'all are if y'all are in ninety percent of the conferences in the NAIA, you're winning it or you're top two. You're mm -hmm. there's no doubt about it. It's just there's two top ten teams, St. Tom, and this is a down year for the Sun Conference when you look at exactly, it overall. Yeah. I mean, St. Thomas it hasn't ha hasn't had the best start. Kaiser's not had the best start. Warner's down from from last year. It's I mean. Southeastern, Southeastern, and Weber's having a great year. But other than that, and then y'all, obviously, I'm, I'm really excited for y'all for y'all to uh, continue to grow. It's been a really interesting process. Because when I started this last year, I was like, you know, this Ave Maria team, it's young. It's really young. It's a team to watch out for in 2023. And now y'all have made me look kind of smart from, from back then. So I do appreciate that. <laughs> that that's really awesome. But, uh, Daniel, uh, this is your last year. Uh, so, correct? No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is your last year. Um, probably won't won't like be seeing a red banner go go to Ave Maria. I mean, hey, who knows? Anything anything can happen, right? But say say three, four, five years from now, you look at Ave Maria and it's kind of progressed how Weber has. You know, look three, four, five years ago, I don't think a whole lot of people would be saying, "Hey, Weber's a red banner winning team." And then this year, they've been a consistent top ten team. Three, four, five years from now, you look at Ave Maria, it could be something very similar. What would that mean to you if you're able to look back and be like, hey, I helped build the foundation of Ave Maria baseball? Yeah, man. I mean, that would that would mean the world, you know, because I, I came in here as with the goal. You know, I knew I was going into a program that was kind of down, you know. Uh, like I said, I'm a local kid, so I live about 45 minutes away. So I've always known about Ave Maria. Um but even if the season ended today, if this to, uh, this weekend was my last series, I could walk away with my head high because the boys in that clubhouse, the coaches in that clubhouse, I know that they're in, we're we're in the right direction, and and you know in the years to come, we will be you know consistently you know competing for playing championship baseball. That I mean that's our goal right now is just to play championship baseball, you know. So if it all ended today, I, I would, I would be extremely grateful, man. Cause it, just where we've been, I, if you would have told me we're even in the discussion for receiving votes or, or making a, a verge to that top 25 or, or playing this championship baseball I'm talking about, man, it, it's, it's just unbelievable, man. It's really, really, really awesome experience. And to go through what we went through and to be where we are now, it's, it's, it's amazing. Heck yeah, man. I mean, that, that, that's awesome. I mean, that, this is what sports is all about. You know, at the end of the day, how many teams are going to end the season happy? One. That's just the way it is. One team is mm -hmm. going to finish that season uh, crying tears of joy instead of tears of sorrow. So you got to enjoy like the process of building it up and realize what you are building. It's very similar to what I'm doing with Weber football. Will Weber win a red banner this year in football? I don't know, probably not. Uh, I mean, that just that's the way way it is. We could. I mean, hey, things could click. You never know. But we're not. I, mean, I think we. It'd be like y'all. It'd be. It would shock a lot of people if we did. But if I could look back three, four, five years from now at Weber football, and they are a top ten team competing for like the standard is winning Sun Conference championships and going and competing for red banners, that would mean the world to me. And I think that that's something that that I, I have matured because if I look back from when I first got into Weber as a 20 year old and heck even uh younger, younger than that, when I got to my old school, it's like, 
I don't care. I want to do now. I want to win now. And I want to be the best now. But as you grow and as you mature as a student athlete in college, you kind of realize there's a bigger picture to the whole thing. Uh, That's something that we can all really, really appreciate about sports. 100%. Yes, sir. Well, uh, hey, I'll tell you you another thing. Uh, Who are some of some other guys? Some other guys on the team. I talked Francesco a uh, while back, I know uh, David. He's been around for for a long time. He just broke the home run record. But I mean, who who are some guys that are in that same boat, in that same category of you know helping change the culture? And three, four, five years from now, we're going to be really excited to look back at Ave Maria baseball. Yeah, man. I mean, the first guy that comes to mind that's that's been there as long as I've been here. His name's Justin David, and just the for him to be around, it's it's awesome, man. Because I've seen him develop, you know, and he he's he's a legit arm for us now. Like he's our probably one of our top tier arms out of the pen. Um, Kelton little man, that kid's just a, a warrior. I, I, you know, that's one of those guys that he's by far, you know, he's not going to like wow you with this stuff, but he's going to go out there and he's going to, he's going to, it's going to be a dog fight. Um, Matthew Berge, some of the guys that he came in, he's, he's pretty good, man. He's, he's pretty filthy. Um, Tanner Kelly, he's our shortstop, you know, you know him pretty well. I think, uh, just a stud, man, that kid, uh, he, he's going to do good things. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Francesco is a big yeah. piece. I mean, he's, a, he's our energy guy. We love, we love Franco, man. That guy is just, you know, love he's him. on a different, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been hurt, man. We, that's a big piece that we've been missing. Um, yeah, he's been out, he's been out of the lineup. I was like, gosh, I'm, I'm ready for him to be back. He's just one of those things, dude. He's such yeah. a fun baseball player to watch. Too. Yeah, Jose Gonzalez, man, that kid. Oh, yeah. uh, just the the story that he even and like, and you know, I tell you, Ave, you don't find Ave, Ave finds you. Yep. This kid, he was. I'm pretty sure he went to Miami Dade. He played there. Ended up just calling it quits with baseball, and he's a little older. You know, he's only a sophomore on the field, but. He one day he's with his dad and I think he's I think he's I'm not sure if he was driving home or if he was at home, but he was like, hey, dad, like, let's go take a visit at Ave Maria, you know, and he wanted to come here just for nursing. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, let's just go visit. And then had no intentions of talking to a baseball coach, looking at the baseball field, anything gets to Ave Maria. All of a sudden he he talks to he, he goes to the admissions and he's like, hey, is there a there a baseball coach I could talk to? Whatever, you know, there you go. He starts talking to the coach. A couple days later, he's signed. He's coming. And we I see this dude hit for the first time. I'm like, wow, like this kid mashes baseball. So it, it's crazy, man. It's just, you know, I've, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of things go wrong. And, and for things to finally start going good, you know, is, is just awesome, man. Yeah, you know, that's funny. I remember, I honestly had forgotten that story, but way back, about almost a year ago now, uh, I had Jose on. He was the first gyrene I ever had on Suncast. So I think it was like episode five. I remember it was him, my boy on the golf team here, whoever, DJ Dopkins, and then a pretty good guy for uh, Southeastern. uh, I think his name was uh, Brian Fuentes. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think think we all all know know him. But Jose was on that episode, too, and I actually had forgotten that story about him. It was being like, do do y'all have baseball? Is there a baseball coach I could talk to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, I'm actually, I, I might have to go fire that interview back up. I, I kind of got to the point where like some of the earlier interviews I've kind of like forgotten and like, gosh, what do we say? So I, I might have to go back and, and start, uh, start listening to some of those older episodes, but my man, DC, we're hype. Um, you know, something, uh, we talk, we've, we've been talking about something, uh, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about in yesterday's episode and we're going to go a little bit more details about, uh, on this episode. Well, I guess I shouldn't say yesterday's episode because this is going to drop on Friday, but whatever uh podcast brains all scrambled up now but we are going to ha- be having live coverage at the game uh that man brian Ke- uh brian kelly he's going to be out there a uh, guy we brought on from ave maria we're really excited we're really excited to be doing some more live coverage start expanding it's gonna be a big series man we're, we're, we're hyped i know y'all are too yeah man it, it is gonna be a big series and i'll, I'll say one more thing about you know, ave maria too the the games man i have never seen as many fans out at the games this year in all years you know i mean we got a small little unique town out there and it, it's getting bigger and bigger and i have a feeling it's going to be pretty pretty uh wouldn't say packed but it's going to be there's going to be a lot of people there so well be be at the dog pound and be loud folks or it sounds like mr dc's trying to tell you heck yeah all right appreciate you my brother appreciate you coming on if you got anything else mike's all yours if not i'm good No, man, I really appreciate you having me on, man. It's it's been a long time overdue. Yeah, absolutely. Say say that again. I appreciate it. Hey, when when y'all go uh, get y'all's bid for a little opening round action, uh, we might have to have you back on. How's that sound? We'll see you down there at Babson Park. Hey, 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 all right, all right, all right. Hey, hey we'll see, though. We'll see, though. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? Hey, 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 y'all's last little go around at Babson Park. Uh, hey, I'll- hey, I'll tell you this. I haven't had the greatest luck down at Babson Park. I think I'm over against Weber there. So <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, I look at the last couple couple guys I've uh I've had on. I had you. I had on a uh, Josh from uh oh gosh uh Warner and I I, I don't know if you listened to that interview I ha- had with him. He's a third baseman for the Royals. Mm-hmm. I started yep. off the, the episode just being like, hey, let's uh, let's watch a little game film. And it was like him striking out three times on opening day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, might have to, I might have to pull some of that. I'm gonna have to. Hey, go Strickland's there. a long time Royal. He's been oh, there a while. Oh, yeah. I, that's what you know. Something I've been I've been trying to do. I've been trying to have some of the old heads on. Uh, like, like yeah, you, you him, Joey. Uh, mm-hmm. having some guys that, that have been around and I mean, know the Sunday Conference better than anybody. So, once again, my man, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, it was a great interview. Really appreciate you. So, let's see. This is will be – trying to think. Yeah, this will be the end of the episode. So, really appreciate you all tuning in, listening. Thank all of you again. Huge series this weekend. Ave Maria, St. Thomas. It's going to be on the Sun Digital Network. Highlights will be posted to the Suncast social medias. So y'all check it out. Appreciate y'all. Have a good weekend.